0: Look at the world of Defy. Hey, what's going on? It's Kevin Deers. Welcome back to the Defiant Ones, the Defy Patreon podcast, specifically. For the Defiance here on Patreon, we talk to a lot of independent wrestlers who are wrestling for Defy, Defy Originals. And uh, this week, we're talking to a guy who's going head-to-head with Joey Janella this coming Saturday at Defy Brutalist. It's a sold-out event going down at Washington Hall on Saturday November twentieth. It's it's hard to believe it's already November. Twenty twenty one's going by pretty fast. It's so good to be back with Defy and the Defiance, and uh, it was awesome to chat with Nick Wayne, a sixteen-year-old wrestling phenom from right here in the Pacific Northwest. So without any further ado, let's jump into it. My interview with Nick, fucking Wayne. Let's go. Hey, what's going on? It is the Defiant Ones, and I think you see who I'm talking to right now. It is Nick. Nick. Nick fucking Wayne. Nick. <laughs> Nick. Nick fucking Wayne. You usually probably don't get people chanting that while you're sitting at home, but uh How you doing, man? How you doing tonight?
1: I'm doing good, bro. Um just chilling. I
0: had school earlier today a couple hours ago. <laughs> yeah. But uh no, I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Doing good, man. So, we got a big weekend ahead of us. We're going to talk about your match with Joey Janela. Um mm-hmm. but but I'm curious uh, so you're 16 years old. You're in high school. That's got to be a trip, man. Because you're flying out. You're doing all these shows all around the United States. Do you? Do, what do the kids in in school think? First off, are you in like? Are you a sophomore or junior? I'm a junior in high junior? school. Yeah. So what? What do the people at your school think? Do they know that you're like this? Like, you know, pretty big name in indie wrestling. I'm not. You know, not to like. You know, hype you up too much, but you know, I mean, <laughs> do the what? What do the kids think at school?
1: um so my friends uh they all kind of follow like my social media pages and stuff and they have since we were kind of like younger kids in like middle school and stuff sure and they saw i did like local shows and they didn't really like understand it Mm -hmm. and a lot of the times i got like made fun of you know for it being like fake or choreographed and whatnot but uh then once i started doing like big stuff like going out of state and like traveling the world then all of a sudden everyone's like oh nick what's up bro you know trying to be all cool with me sure um But no, my, my friends that I'm super close with, they think it's like, it's sick. And like, they buy my merch, they wear it to school. Like they think it's, they think it's like the coolest shit in
0: the world. So, so, I mean, you do have to balance school with, with, you know, a lot of these shows. Have you had to miss quite a, quite a bit of classes or your, is your mom keeping you in check?
1: No, yeah, I definitely had to miss a lot of, uh, a lot of days. Uh, I missed a lot of Fridays so far of this year, but, um, it's kind of like, uh, as long as you make up the work. So like what I do when I go out of state is I'll bring my, uh, school laptop with me and okay. I'll just do the work from wherever I'm at. Um, so the absence, they don't really like trip about it too much. It's kind of just the work and, you know, so I make sure to keep it balanced and get, get done when I need to get done.
0: Right on, man. Well, um, so if, if people are unfamiliar with, uh, they, they may have seen you wrestle before, but the, you do know that this is a sunny sun of the Pacific, Northwest wrestling legend Buddy Wayne. And also, um, can you, what's your relation to Moondog Ed Moretti? So, cause I've done a little research on you. Is he your grandpa or just a friend of the family? What is he actual relative of yours?
1: Yes, sir. That's my grandfather. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's awesome. So, um, I gotta, I gotta imagine like wrestling was like one of the earliest memories of you. What for you? What do you recall being your first memory of wrestling?
1: Um, I remember being super, super young. I can't remember. I want to say I was like, maybe two or three. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was out in the ring with my dad kind of just having fun and doing whatever. And you know, like, I'm a kid, I don't really like, know what's around me, but I'm kind of just like, hanging off the ropes and stuff. And yep. you know, it's like, it's super cool to me. And then um, when my dad was training all the students, um, I would kind of watch at like a young age, just sit next to him and like watch what was going on. And when the class was over, I'd get in the ring and like do what they did, yep. you know, kind of by myself. And then um, I started uh, training with the guys and like taking training, like really serious when I was nine years old. And uh, I trained till this day. Um, it's That's always awesome. something very important to me. It's, like staying crisp in the ring and like wow. getting those like the reps in, you know, repetition. And um, yeah. That's
0: awesome. <laughs> well, let's get into all that in just a few, but you have a big weekend ahead of you for the Defy match uh at Defy Brutalist. You're taking on one of the biggest names in independent wrestling and and also AEW, Joey Janela. What 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 can we expect from this match, man?
1: Ooh, um this match honestly like it means a lot to me because I've like watched Joey for like years and years like yeah, long before AEW like when GCW was first becoming a thing like mm-hmm. I've been like a fan of Joey Janela's and like as I like um do more of the indies and like make a name for myself on the independent scene I see Joey every now and then you know mm-hmm. and uh, it's always like cool to see him live and stuff like that and um yeah I don't know this match uh I'm definitely gonna you know like um it's gonna be big for me it's gonna be real big for me I'm just looking to tear up the house with Joey uh, make a good first impression with him. This is our first time sharing the ring together. Cool. Um, just put on a good show for the Defiance. I heard it's going to be a packed house. So.
0: Oh, it's sold out. It's sold out today. Yep. Oh, yeah. And uh, some last-minute additions to the show. Briscoe Brothers are going to be there. The The Briscoe's going to be there. Brody King's making his return. It's going to be epic, man. It's going to be great. Oh, yeah. Um, so Uh. going back to starting training at nine years old. So like when I was a little kid, I always dreamt of getting in a ring, you know, just like, Oh my God, what would I do? But, but you had that, you have, you you had a ring in your garage or your backyard, right? My garage. Yeah. So you were that kid that had the ring. Like you could just go out there and start, start, you know, fooling around and, and doing what everyone else did. So at nine years old, um, did you, did you tell your dad, like, I'm going to start doing this or like, was he supportive of you, uh, going into it?
1: Oh yeah. A thousand percent. Yeah. Like, uh, we like always would watch wrestling together, like my like entire life. And, um, he knew like when I was watching like classes, when I was younger, like I was absorbing it. And like, that's what I eventually wanted to do. Mm. And, um, yeah, when I was nine, he like had a new student coming in. It was like their first class. And I was like, yo, can I go in there and like help? And he was like, yeah, sure. So I had my little Asics, and I threw on my Asics and some elbow pads. And I was just training with like this new student. Yeah. And I just kept going for like twice a week. And eventually I'm training with like the main guys there, you know, yeah. and doing what they do. And uh, yeah, it kind of just all went up from there, but so yeah, are, very supportive. Yeah.
0: Who are some of the people you trained with? Cause I know um you trained a little bit with Ethan HD. He said that he would, he would do some, some, some drills with you back in when you were like nine and 10. He was saying you were great back then. Like, who are some of the other people? Did you get to train with Darby?
1: I did, yeah. Uh, I was here. uh, I watched Darby's, like, first day of wrestling training and just him progress. Like, him and uh, King Cash, now known as Invictus Cash, they would Mm -hmm. come and train here, like, five days a week. You know, like, it was there was, like, no days off for them. So I just watched them grow and grow. And, like, I got to work with Darby when I was really young and while he was like just starting and stuff so now to see him as like a big star it's like it's so cool it's like amazing um got That's to work awesome. with darby um king cash cody chun
2: yeah
1: um a lot with cody chun still till this day as well um guillermo Rosas, ethan hd a couple times mm-hmm. um mike santiago yep. um ah, big jack uh stevens yep.
0: um
1: yeah (laughs) that's awesome
0: man well that's awesome man Uh, just a few names you know uh so so you know being that your ring is like where you live how how many times a a week do you get in the ring and and, and train do you do you do that pretty consistently like is it like every other day or every day how how often are you getting in there
1: well um like full-on class wise um there's two classes a week but I'm only able to make one because normally I'm not here for the Saturday class over the weekend or I have like a show. Um cuz you're so flying try- out everywhere. <laughs> um yeah I got I do the full class with everyone on Wednesdays and then um almost every other day I would say I go out there and I try to do some type of cardio, you know, make mm-hmm. sure my cardio is like up to date. That's something that's like very very important to me and I feel like every wrestler that should be like crisp and like their bread and butter Mm -hmm. um but all the time when like an idea pops in my head I'm like oh what if I could do this into this I'll just I'll go out in the ring or if I want to brainstorm some new stuff to do in the ring I'll just go out there and my mind just instantly starts thinking better like once I'm between the ropes you know that's awesome I'm, I'm definitely in there a lot yeah
0: so, so your dad, uh, was, was, a you know, uh, a territory wrestler, but he also did a lot of stuff in uh, like WCW, WWF. We got to see a lot of stuff that he did a lot of on YouTube. Um, what were some lessons that he taught you? You know, what were some things and you, you don't have to put it all out there, but just were a couple, couple things that he really taught you about the importance of, uh, some, some, uh, basics or.
1: Uh, he taught me everything I know today, pretty much like, like everything in professional wrestling, like, uh, obviously like the drills, structures of matches, ways to do things, ways not to do things, um, footwork, how to crispen up your footwork, like the knowledge to know about the business, like the ins and outs of it. Like everything I know is all because of my father.
0: That's amazing, man. So, so, um, he's, you know, uh, you have this hybrid style, so you, in my opinion, you have like the best of like your dad's style, which would be like more traditional, like I, I'm not going to say old school wrestling, but you know, definitely like grounded in the old, old school ways, but you're mm-hmm. just a maniac when, as it comes to aerial stuff, did, were you in gymnastics in school or is this all just, you know, teaching yourself?
1: No, I've never done like gymnastics or any type of like acrobatic uh, type of stuff. I, um, a lot of it, and I've never owned a trampoline as a kid.
2: Oh, wow. Um, okay.
1: So, like, I go to my friend's houses or trampoline parks, and I'll, like, learn flips there. And I'll be like, all right, that was pretty cool. And then I'll, like, eventually just keep doing it until eventually I take it to the ground, and I'll just, like, do it on the ground. Um, uh, yeah, never, no background in any type of uh, gymnastics or anything, no. Mm-hmm. I, like, I don't know, I learned how to, like, kip up off my back onto my feet when I was, like, nine years old. and then I eventually learned how to do it, like, off my head, like, a couple weeks later, Cool. and, uh, yeah, it's a lot of it is just taking it to the ground, and uh, the scary part, which is, like, also somewhat crazy, is, like, uh, my ring in the garage, the ceiling is very low, like, very, like, there's no standing on the top rope, you're barely standing on the middle rope, you know, so all of, like, the crazy, like, Flips I do to the outside of the ring or like off the top into something, it's all things I've never practiced before. I've just like oh the day God. of the day of a show, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do a moonsault off the top to the outside and I just do it.
0: Wow. Okay. Well, that makes, that gives me a whole new insight to when we see you do this crazy shit.
1: Yeah. A lot of, a lot of the high like risk stuff I've like never tried like outside of a show. It's all wow. kind of just day of a show. And i like, I'm confident about it. And I'm like, yeah, I could do it. And I just, I just send it.
0: So I, I spoke with your mom for, for a little bit, uh, for one of the defy defiant ones podcasts. And I asked her, you know, what's it like seeing your son do all this crazy shit? And she said that, you know, she's shaved a couple years off of her life watching you <laughs> do all are you are. You, but she said she thinks you enjoy scaring her. Is that true?
1: Yes. And no.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: I, I do a little bit just because like, I want it to be unexpected, you know? Mm-hmm. And I know like, if there's a guy on the outside and all the fans scatter out the way and she sees my focus on them, she doesn't know what's like about to come next, you know? Mm-hmm. So I do something crazy. And like, especially when she's recording the match and I do it and you can hear her like screech in the background and be like, yep. Oh no, you know, yeah. <laughs> that's always like a
0: good little laugh. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. So um, when you were a kid and you were watching wrestling with your dad, wh- who were your favorites? Who are your favorite wrestlers to watch?
1: So my dad, um, for like a few years, right before his passing, he was really into AAA and TMLL, like the Lucha Libre style of wrestling. Yeah. And, um, I trained Lucha Libre, um, for a little bit. I used to do a bunch of Lucha Volcanica shows in Seattle cool. when they yeah. used to run. Um, mm-hmm. I have a nice little Lucha background and, uh, I think a lot of it, honestly, is probably inspired from that. Like, uh, I was watching like Sin Cara before he was in like WWE, like when he was Mystico. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that is kind of what made me fall in love, like the high flying style. And then um, as I was growing up, I found out, (laughs) I found out what PWG was. And I would just, I would just see these like highlights and I'd be like, dude, like this is insane. Like this is when like Ricochet and Adam Cole and Johnny Argano, like everyone in NXT and WWE and AEW were all at PWG. And uh, one of our students at the school was able to get full shows on a flash drive for me and give me the flash drive. So at like 10 years old, I would plug in the flash drive to a computer and then the computer to the TV. And I would just watch PWG shows. And I honestly think that's like a very big inspiration of like the way I work in the ring, you know, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I also think it's funny because a lot of the guys in wrestling is like, Oh, I grew up watching like the attitude era or like Brett Hart and Shawn Michaels. Yeah. And I'm sitting here. I'm like, I watched PWG as a kid.
0: <laughs> yeah. PWG five years ago, you know, but, but the thing is, is like, you're still growing up and you're, you're, you're killing it at this point. So, you know, the, the fact is you're 16 years old and you're, you're ki- like, it's, I don't know. I'm sure you hear it a lot, but like you, you your best years are way ahead of you, man. But like you're already like really, really killing it here in the Northwest and beyond. So, um, you, you know, this past much. year, you're you're very welcome, man. You you deserve it and you earned it. Um, this past year must have been really crazy for you. This pandemic, you know, puts a puts a hold to a lot of the wrestling here in the Northwest uh, for a long time up until uh, the defy show a couple months ago a couple months back and a few other shows but um you know what was it like uh 2020 and then 2021 you know getting some big shows and tell me a little bit about what your last uh 18 months has been like for you
1: well um when the pandemic first started i was honestly like i didn't fully really understand what was going on until sure. everything shut down and i was like whoa shit you know and then um at first because like when they let off, well, let us off with of school because of it they were like we're going to take a 2 week break and we'll be back in 2 weeks and then that 2 weeks turned into a month and then another month and I was just like whoa you know and then I just consistently started thinking like when's wrestling going to come back you know mm-hmm. and it's like there's no training no shows i have the ring but there's only so much i can do with myself yeah um so i, I was just like told myself I'm like all right we're going to do something whatever it is we're going to do something to benefit me as a wrestler and that was um, putting on weight and size. Like mm-hmm. I know I'm not the biggest right now, but I used to be way smaller. I see, so I me, saw you some
0: at some shows. Yeah. You were, you've gained a lot of weight as yeah. far as like your, your muscle and stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I was, uh, I was let off of school in March and then I started working out in August of 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was working out at home. I had like a pair of dumbbells, put a whole workout together. I used to do that every day. And then, um, I got a gym membership in October and I've been working out since then. Um, and I was only doing these local shows. Right. And um, uh, I did this one dive to the outside called the Sasuke special. It's mm-hmm. like the round off and then the backflip out the ring. And it blew up on Twitter just because of like how impressive it is at like such a young age to be able to do that. And um, the next day I woke up and my phone was blown up by multiple people being like, yo, message Brett Lauderdale. Like, yo, do you have Brett's like contact info? Brett wants you. And I was just like, my like, I was mind blown because during COVID-
0: If you're unfamiliar with Brett Lauderdale, Brett Lauderdale's owner and booker of GCW just to fill that in. So anyways, keep going.
1: And um, within the first couple minutes of talking, he was already throwing me dates. And I was just like, I thought it was insane. And I'm pretty sure that same day, Matt Farmer hit me up and I got hit up for Defy Leviathan in uh, August. And I was just like, dude, there's no way. Because, like, doing these local shows at 14 and 15, all I was told was, oh, got to wait till you're 18, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, you're so young. It's like, just wait till you're 18, you know? And uh, made my GCW debut. And then that expanded into other promotions like West Coast Pro in San Francisco, um, Paradigm in Indiana, um, Dream Wrestling also in Indiana. Um, About to make my debut for VXS. That will be in LA, but their home base is uh, New Jersey.
0: Awesome.
1: Um, obviously working consistently for GCW. I've done uh, every GCW show since August, except for like the big deathmatch tournaments and stuff.
2: Sure.
1: Um, yeah, man. It's like, it's crazy to think like, cause in June of this year, I like, I had no idea any of this was going to happen. Like I just thought I was going to be doing local shows until I was 18, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. And now
1: I'm doing like, the biggest and best independent like shows in the world.
0: That's amazing. So
1: it's, it's truly like amazing, like head over heels to
0: me. So you're, you're now booked consistently at defy. So you, you come back for defy Leviathan. Now, um, you know, I've, I've been involved in defy for since the beginning, you know, doing interviews and everything. And I've always seen you around, but uh, you were helping with the ring and, and just helping set up and, and, you know, as you were growing up. um, So, what was it like for you to have your first match at defy was that was that an important moment for you
1: it was huge to me it was it was huge um because like you said i've been like at these defy shows since i was like younger and helping like set up and just like watching the whole show like in the corner of the room you know and Mm -hmm. um seeing this big crowd and like all these giant names come in and these like amazing matches on these cards and being like, this really is, like, the best thing we have in the Pacific Northwest. And at the time, it was the same thing. I was told, like, 18, you'll be here at Defy. And at the time, being 14, 15, I was like, dude, that's so long away, Yeah. you know? And then, um, yeah, it was always, like, a big, big goal of mine on my bucket list. And then um, when Matt first hit me up about it, I was like, dude. Like, I didn't say anything, but in the back of my head, I was like, am I allowed to do this? <laughs> and then uh, the poster came out and it said 16 plus on it. And I was like, all right, here we go. You know?
2: Yep.
0: Um, you changed geez, the rule for them, dude. Yeah. <laughs> You're a game changer. N- n- no pun intended. <laughs> um, yeah. Um,
1: but, um, and it was, it was the first show back since COVID for Defy as well. And um, I was really nervous that day because I knew one, it was a lot of pressure. Yeah. Um two, I knew there was gonna be a lot of fans. I'm pretty sure it was sold out, was
0: it not? Uh at least almost. I I, I don't know. I think yeah. it was I think it was sold out, yeah.
1: It was packed to the walls though. That's all Absolutely. I remember. Um and I remember being like, God, like I've never been to Defy before. Like I wondered if these fans are gonna have any idea who I am. And I was just nervous that I go out there and it'd be like crickets. And I'd be like, No. Um, but when the time was ready, I was like, Cody. Cody Chun's music hit, right? And he walked out first. He got his giant reaction. And then I walked out after him. And, the, like, everyone just came up and just, like, lost their shit. And that's when I was, like, no fucking way, you know? Yeah. And then um, that match, that tag match, uh, me and Cody Chun versus uh, Midnight Heat for the Defy tag team titles, Um, I just threw in my best stuff in that match. I was, yeah. like, I'm going to go wild. Like, I'm going to just do the best of Nick Wayne for the defiance, like Brian um, cage,
0: get your shit in, right?
1: Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it was truly something like amazing to me. And then, um, getting to work the next night for them as well. Um, I was in a five way scramble for them. Um, with Titus. Yeah. Um, it was, uh, yeah, I was another like head over heels moment for me is just being like, this is a place I didn't think I was going to be at, at this young of an age. And like, here I am. And all these fans are chanting like, Nick, Nick, Nick fucking win. Yep. It's like the, cool, the coolest like moment in the world for me. And like every time it's like, like a day of like a Defy show, mm-hmm. I'm just, I wake up instant butterflies and just ready to go. And like, especially when I'm, it's time to go. My music's playing in the back. Like the bass is crazy. I feel like the floor under my feet, like rattling. Yeah. And I go out there and all the Defy fans, like once I come out there and the light shines then all the Defy fans, you know, you get that nice pop and all the fans are losing their shit. It's like, it's like the most blessed feeling in the world. It's like, I wouldn't, I couldn't ask for anything better. You know, like, I love the Defiance. I like, I love them.
0: <laughs> so that, that brings me up to the question that I have to ask, because this is the question I ask in every podcast. It's a little, you know, kind of, kind of a corny question, but I, you know, the Defiance, we're a community and it's not just fans, you know, we're all, we all support each other, but, um, what does the defiance mean to you?
1: Oh man. (laughs) Um, well, I've only been like with the defiance for two months, three months now. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, i like, like I just said, like the first time I came out, it was just open arms, you know? And, um, it just keeps getting better like every single time you know like the reaction gets louder and then like when i'm selling merch the line gets longer yep. you know it's like i don't even know how to express it man it's like all of those fans are so electric and like like you said they're just like so open arms and like everyone's one big family and like yep. big community and um washington hall just has like that feeling to it it's like the perfect wrestling venue i've heard a lot of people say that it's like the perfect independent wrestling venue um and the fans just bring that whole aspect to it and make like they're the reason why defy is so special in my opinion like defy is already awesome as it is putting on these like amazing dream matches but the fans it's like they're the ones that make it you know so um they they truly mean like everything to me everything i do at defy is all for the fans you know
0: absolutely uh so i just have a couple questions about your dad if that's okay
1: Please.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, so, uh, unfortunately your, your father did pass away a couple of years ago and, and, um, you know, I, I don't, we don't need to go into all of that and everything, but I am curious. Um, was your, was your dad able to attend any defy shows?
1: I don't think he was able to know. Okay. I don't think so.
0: If you could, your dad in, in his prime in wrestling, let's go back to his, his wrestling prime. Who would you like to see him wrestle in defy who do you think would be a good match him versus one of the defy wrestlers
1: besides me (laughs) yeah
0: yeah well that would be a dream match
1: yeah besides you besides you um i would say cody chun but it has happened before okay um in uh Kelowna, canada one time okay um Whoa, that's, that's honestly a curveball. That's a hard question. Yeah. Um. Someone that works there consistently? Yeah. Honestly, probably Titus. That would be cool. I feel like Titus Alexander, he has, like, those sides to him where he can keep up and, like, have, like, banger matches with, like, young talent like me, but mm-hmm. then he can also get in there and just tear up the house with guys like legends, like Christopher Daniels. Like,
0: yeah, Christopher Daniels, yeah.
1: So um, I feel like and plus um, Titus's father, um, Big Ugly, him and my dad, um, they used to do stuff back in the day. So I feel like that'd kind of be a cool moment for like Big Ugly, Titus, my dad and me to be able to just watch that. I feel like that'd be something like a truly, truly special if you really like go deep down into it.
0: That would have been an epic tag team match, the Generations.
1: Oh, yeah, that would be. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: That's got to be a kind of a special bond you have with Titus. Just like, you know, I've seen pictures of you guys together and stuff, and you guys had a match and everything. But it's got cool to be kind of cool to both be this second-generation stars, and, and you're, you're a third-generation star.
1: It's crazy. Yeah. No, yeah, me and Titus, um, we, like, we've met before, like before COVID and stuff at shows, mm-hmm. but it was kind of just like a hi, hello, and go on our separate ways. Mm-hmm. Um, we really started getting, like, close together. Um, when I made my West coast pro debut, I was, I was in a match with him, but, um, yeah, the more I started traveling to the California area and seeing him more, and then he would come up here and do shows here. We kind of just started clicking, you know? Yeah. And now, now I would honestly say we're like best friends outside of the wrestling world.
0: That's awesome. Outside and in. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, um, I, I forgot to ask this question. So when did you make your actual debut? How old were you? when you actually ma- had your first like official match outside of uh training
1: um i was 12 years old it was like oh my a God. month <laughs>
0: it was uh,
1: a month after i turned 12 my birthday's in july it was okay. august um i did this thing in canada uh there was these like there was a, there was a fair that would go on in abbotsford canada yeah and uh, throughout the weekend, there'd be three shows a day for three days. So at the end of the weekend, you wrestle nine matches. And uh, my first time wrestling, I did that fair. I showed up at the second show and did every show that whole weekend. So my debut, I, uh, I wrestled eight matches over one weekend.
0: Uh, do you remember who you wrestled?
1: Yeah, it was, uh, I was on a, it was a tag team. It was a three on two. It was me, Cody Chun, and um, Izzy McQueen versus uh-huh. King Cash and Nick Radford
0: nice, okay, right on, so some of the some of the regulars, some of the people we see a lot here in defy and in the northwest scene that's awesome yeah, yeah yeah, right on man. well okay, so I'm curious like what are what are some goals of yours within defy
1: um goals of my defy I think obviously one of the top ones is uh become defy champion one day, hmm just be like the top of the mountain, you know um like like wrestle some of the best wrestlers in the world that they bring in Mm -hmm. and um like i feel like that's like a big goal for everybody
2: yeah
1: um i have a feeling me and titus going into the match we just had we told each other we were like all right we're gonna try to shoot for defy match of the year this year i remember uh the last defy match of the year was cody chun versus jake atlas Mm -hmm. and um i remember watching that live and just like that was the craziest shit like live and i was like we got to get match of the year and Mm -hmm. like now seeing guys like the briscoes come in is like we have a lot of competition you know yeah and we did what we did we threw everything we had into that match we gave the defiance the best match we had and uh i'm hoping that comes out on top if me and titus or possibly me and janella or whatever yeah. comes in December of defy just a goal of mine to win a uh, match of the year. I think that'd be pretty cool. Like only being in defy for like four or five months and winning match of the year. I That would
2: that'd be really be awesome, cool.
0: that would be awesome, man. So the world's kind of opening up, you know, and, and some restrictions are being um, uh, taken um, uh, or be being opened up. You know, we're going to be able to start seeing you probably in other countries as you get a little older and stuff and things start to open up. What are some goals? Where are some places you would like to wrestle outside of the United States?
1: Um, Promotion-wise, or like country and just countries,
0: wise? yeah, places you'd like to visit and, and like to wrestle. Promotions, if you if you'd like to mention, but just some places you'd like to see and wrestling.
1: Um, Japan, a thousand percent Japan. Yeah. Um, Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the UK, like British wrestling. Oh yeah, would be awesome. Like possibly work for like uh, Progress or like uh rev, rev pro. pro.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, um, but Japan a thousand percent is on the top oh, of the yeah. list. I'd say.
0: Cool, man. Well, I, I could see that happening within the next couple of years or who, who knows, man. But um, as far as uh, you know, of, of all time, if you could, and, and we're kind of winding down here. So just a couple more questions, but if you could uh, think of any wrestler past or present that you would like to share a ring with, who would it be?
1: Eddie Guerrero. Mm.
0: Eddie Guerrero is yeah. my
1: my all time favorite wrestler. I've like been hooked on him since I was like a little kid, and mm-hmm. I still watch him like till this day. Um, because when I was like a little kid, I uh unfortunately he passed away like a little bit, before, like right after I was born.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, so I didn't get to see his stuff as it was happening, but as I was growing up, I got to see the past stuff he's done. You know, but I really only saw what he did right before he passed. So now that I'm older. I can watch his old stuff in Japan and it's just like, it's amazing, yep. you know? But, um, yeah, since I was a kid until this day, Eddie Guerrero has just been like the top for me.
0: Absolutely, man. So, wow. You Did you get to watch the AEW pay-per-view the other night? There was a lot of, uh, dedications to him. It, a lot of uh, moments where like, uh, uh, CM Punk did a dedication to him. Quite a few wrestlers did the frog splash. It was pretty cool.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. I saw, uh, uh the lucha brothers do it that's right that's right Yeah, the three amigos into the frog splash yep i thought that was really cool
0: awesome man well uh so my uh last question for you man and this is the question that uh you know i like to ask everyone i interview so if you can show me but if not uh just tell me pick a scar on your body and tell me the story of how you got that scar
1: oh man (laughs) i don't really have any to be honest um I thought, um, I'd say probably a month ago from now, I did a game changer wrestling show in Atlantic city Mm -hmm. and I wrestled, um, the Atticus Kogar Mm
2: -hmm. and,
1: um, it didn't really, it wasn't really a match. He jumped me during my entrance and it it was pretty much like a five minute beat down on me. But the end of it is he stabbed the skewers into my head and, um, it left a lump, a bunch of little holes for about a week. And then it healed up and I thought it was going to scar, but it didn't. Um, if I could show that I would. Sure. Um, it's kind of healed up now, but I used to, yeah, you definitely can't see it. <laughs> I, um, had this scar in my hand and from the longest time, um, uh, my favorite match was me versus, uh, jet Knight.
2: Uh-huh. We had
1: one time, me and him, we got to wrestle, uh, three different times, one-on-one. And, um, uh, my favorite match I ever had for a really long time was against jet. And I got that, uh, scar on my hand from it. So like when it was visible, I could look down on it and be like, yeah, like that was my favorite match I've ever had. And that was something that was really cool for me. And seeing like Jet now doing his thing in like New Japan strong mm-hmm. and stuff. And just seeing him like kill it and like working his ass off like every single day in the dojo. Awesome. It's like it's really cool to me. It's it's awesome.
0: That is cool, man. That's that's awesome. And and you know I, I think I remember seeing that match. That was awesome.
1: Yeah. No yeah.
0: What did your mom think when she saw the skewers? Oh man,
1: she was watching it live from home.
0: Oh, and uh, <laughs> I facetimed her
1: after it, uh, like after they were taken out and the blood was all down and stuff. Yeah. I like facetimed her and she was like, "Are you okay?" And I flipped up my hair to all the blood on my forehead. She was like, "Oh my god."
0: <laughs> um, yeah, you like scaring her. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a little, it's a little funny. Good little, a little laugh. <laughs> nice right on man well dude thank you so much for taking the time um this saturday again defy uh brutalist you're going to be taking on uh, someone you've been watching for a long time now someone you you, you uh share a lot of locker rooms with but joey janela so uh, good luck on on saturday we'll see you there any final words for the defiance
1: um specifically to you i'd like to say thank you for having me for this this is this is honestly really cool and i love to be able to do this for the defiance yeah um my pleasure. i'm looking forward to seeing you guys always looking forward to coming to my hometown um this match is like i said going to be something very special to me and i'm glad i can do it in front of the defiance um so they'll be with me along that journey in that ride and um i'm pumped i'm counting down days until saturday and uh saturday is going to be truly something you wouldn't
2: want to miss right
0: on man we'll see you there okay
1: all right i'll see all y'all then much
2: love